got to dispel this myth that bullying is just a normal rite of passage. We have an obligation to ensure that our schools are safe for all of our kids. Body positivity is the idea that all bodies are good bodies. Things can still hurt online if you talk to someone um, in a negative way. Um, you may not know exactly how you're hurting that person if you talk about them. Words can hurt. Let's let's uh, let's all stop doing that. Get the fuck out my face with that shit. In this dark time of political correctness and safe zones, one man stands in the shadows with a microphone and a slew of unpopular opinions. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Backed by an unknown podcast, he tackles the topics that question the current social norm. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud-laying motherfucker, motherfucker. This is the Toe on the Trigger podcast. With your host, Daniel Ripples. It's, you have a differing opinion than the current rising majority, so therefore you're a piece of shit, and go fuck yourself, and go die. Your toe's on the trigger, and he's here to help you keep from pulling it. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 094 of the Toe on the Trigger podcast, and I am your host, Daniel Ripples. And joining me again in the Toe on the Trigger studio, we have the lovely, the one that everyone loves, the Courtney 3000. How are you doing today, Courtney? I'm great. How are you? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. Good. I'm doing all right. You know what? To be quite honest, I don't really want to be here today. That makes two of us. Yeah. It's just kind of like, well, we need to get an episode out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's probably going to be the best episode we've ever done. It might be. Let's hope so. The funny thing is, is I have like a backlogged episode ready to go. Because well, I, I was on, uh, everyone has a podcast mm-hmm. with Adam this week, and I was planning on releasing that one on Tuesday, and then whatever we did tonight, releasing the following week. Mm-hmm. But I felt like it wouldn't be fair to Adam because that episode won't release till Thursday, that he did, that we did. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of fucked up to go on his show and then release all the content two days before he does. Yeah, I agree. So I think I'll just wait. I think I'll, that's what I'll do. Guess it's. Just us tonight. It is just us. No, uh, no Trinity. No uh, Nicole the Q. Nicole the Q is actually very sick. Oh no. Yeah, she has uh, the toddler, and the toddler is uh, leaking green shit out of its face. And Eric uh, Shaft Johnson is also sick. And I, I have a feeling he's one of those kind of men that's kind of a baby when he's sick. You know. I don't know him, but I've seen a picture. It, he's like, I mean, he probably isn't, but like, Nicole is such like a wife. Kind yeah. of a wife and mother kind of a person that even if he's not, he's going to turn into one of those guys really quick. Yeah, I get you. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, anything new with you in your world? Yeah, there's a whole bunch. Oh, yeah? yeah? Anything you are at liberty to discuss without getting in trouble? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the Courtney 3000 is single. The Courtney 3000 is single, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Uh, do you want do you want to do give a little backstory about that, or you just want to put your your classified ad out now? I mean, do we really want to have a deep deep? Because I'll start crying for sure. I mean, we don't need to have a deep deep. Uh, no, I mean, we talk can, about we it. can keep it surface. You basically shit wasn't working, and yeah, and so now you're single. Yep, yeah. that's it. How, how long was that? How long did that last? How long were you guys together? Really, oh, four years. Four years. I mean, okay, if you took all the time together 
and actually put that. I mean, the longest we've ever actually broken up was only a month. Oh, really? Yeah, that was the longest time that. But, I mean, if you added all those little weeks up, I'd say you guys were together like two and a half years. I don't think it was quite that much. But, yes, I get what you're saying. (laughs) I don't think it was quite that much. That much? much? Yeah, no. You You mean quite that little. No. I think is what you meant, right? I mean, it, what we didn't break up quite that much. Oh, is what okay. I'm saying. Okay, For, I thought you meant two and a half years was too big of a number. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm. I mean, because we only ever, if we did break up, it'd be like for a day or two. You know, like there was like maybe one or two weeks, and then like one month. That I'm like a firm believer in the idea of like if you break up with someone twice, that's it. Yeah, but I get kind of crazy where it's like if I'm upset, like that's the first thing that I do. And and it's not right whatsoever. No, that's really fucked up to do to somebody. But like in my anger, like it's either I'm going to say some really fucked up shit or I'm going to say like we need to be done. And most of the time I'm when I do say that, like we need to be done. I mean, like we need to be done with this fucking conversation. Yeah. Or I'm going to slit your throat. And he just takes it to mean. We're yeah, I done. think we both. I mean, I think because it's never really like we're never like, hey, we're breaking up. Most of the time we just don't talk for a couple of days. We let it like pass, mm-hmm. you know, so technically we're not broken up. We're just taking a breather. So you're like Ross Geller and Rachel Green. Yes. All right. Do you guys go fuck people on your breaks or did you? No. No. Well, maybe he did. I don't know. No. Well, so you're single now. So what's what's the dating pool like? Are you just going to stay single for a while and just? I'm staying single for fucking ever. I mean, you're still going to fuck people though. Yeah. 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 At some point. At some point. Yeah. Yeah. But just got to find the right the right dick. Yeah. Well, I got to make sure that it's like working properly because I've had sex with so many people in the past that they just don't work, and it's like you get so stoked on it, and then it happens, and then it's just so disappointing. So I can see that. When I'm ready, I'll shop around. You gotta find the right dick. Yeah. Yeah. And most dicks that fuck you end up falling in love with you. That does happen. So that's a bummer. I, I've had that happen with a lot of a lot of vaginas in the past too. It's just it's so weird for me though that that happens to guys. Like because I remember like always being told like oh guys only want one thing and this this and this and then like it comes down to it and they don't only want one thing they want all the things. Yeah. And I'm like, can we not just have sex? Like, that's happened to me so many times. I think the the problem is not... Because I've had people that I've just slept with and that was it. Like, I I would just fuck them mm-hmm. and then go. we'd both go about our ways and everything was great, right? It's when you... And this is like the most ideal situation is to have a friendship, too. Yeah. Because then you don't have to have the awkward, like... You know, do I leave now? Like, do do I just fuck her and just, like, book it? Like, is that rude? You know, you could be like, hey, like, you want to watch a movie now? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But then when you have that added, like, layer of friendship, it it breaks, like, a boundary for a lot well, of people. Well, yeah, pe- and then it sucks because once they fall in love with you, then you have to, like, go through the whole thing of, like, can we even still be friends? Is it, you know, like, yeah, all that just sounds terrible. But it would be nice to be able to text somebody, like, hey, want to fuck tonight? And, and like, have them be your friend and be like, yeah, like, that sounds great. Or yeah. no. And then, like, I won't be offended because yeah. we're friends. Like, you yeah, know? whatever. You want to go see yeah. a movie instead or you want to go do whatever instead? Yeah, but I don't think that that, like, is going to be a possibility for me ever. Nah. It, it, it exists. You just have to find the right person. Yeah. The Those relationships are, are difficult to find. I just don't want any kind of relationship, if I'm being completely honest at this well, point. Well, sexual relationship. Romantic. Yeah, but, I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, God, all that still sounds like work. Like, honestly, like my, the last four years has been nothing but fucking work. So you and just, I don't want to work anymore at it. So anything. it's just you and your hand. Like, it's me and my vibrator, and I'm, I'll go out and I'll spend some money. The money that I was going to spend on Anthony. 
and I'll fucking get it, get a good dick. You know what I mean? Maybe one of those ones that fucks for me because that's my issue is that like I don't like to actually do the hand motion. So like I'll just get one that like is going to fuck for me. Yeah. And there you go. You just lay there and yeah, watch SpongeBob and just let it happen. That's what I do. That's what I did right before I came over here. But <laughs> is that what you were? That's the movie you needed to finish? No, you know, it's so fucking sad. So I'm like obviously very emotional. Um, you try to put on a happy face. But I, for whatever reason, like I was sc- scrolling through movies and I saw Cheaper by the Dozen, which is like such a lame movie. That movie's the newest one? Yeah, like yeah. Helen Hunt and whatever. And like, I'm like, yeah, like I'll, I'll just put this on to relax. And I fucking was bawling my eyes out. Like you texted me and I was like, I'll be there when it's over. Like I couldn't <laughs> handle life over fucking like a 12 person or 13, 14, 15, whatever, however many of them there are. Well, Dozen is 12. Yeah, I know. But then there's more. There's the family and then... Oh, no, they do count all 12 kids. Yeah. So there's 14. Okay. Yeah. Regardless, I was being emotional. As Overachiever by the day. I, I was emotional when I saw that movie because I was just so sad at how bad it was. <laughs> you know, like I was, it was pretty, it was pretty sad. It's cute, like family movies. And right now that's about all that I can watch. So like when I am in this situation, like movies and music is obviously something that Anthony and I had in common and I can't. Like, I have a really hard time watching anything that, like, we would have watched together or listening to anything we would have listened to. So, like, I've had to resort to, like, like family good movies. That, that sucks. Like, yeah. So that I'm okay. I hate it when after a relationship ends and you realize that person ruined music for you. <laughs> or like just, like, song. fucking anything. Like, I'm looking around my room and I'm like, God, like, all these things, like, all there were all shit we did together, yeah. you know? And that, that's, like, what hurts. It's probably not even losing the person. It's losing, like... All of those memories. Yeah. I uh, I got a call from my ex-girlfriend the other day. Oh. No, it's not like that. Oh. Um, I, uh, a mutual friend of hers and, and mine, a person that you know, uh, I'm going to keep this as vague as possible because it's not, you know, it's a very delicate topic, I guess. Okay. Uh, this girl was going through a, let's just say she was going through a rough patch. Okay. And uh, needed to... Um, reset mm-hmm. i guess is the word anyway social media went crazy people were all worried about this person and were posting things and all this stuff and uh my ex-girlfriend decided to call me mm-hmm. to find out what was going on so you know i get this this call and it's just you know it's caller I, I don't have her in my phone anymore so it just says like her like an initial that's not her first initial and then her last name mm-hmm. and i was like uh wonder who this is answer the phone and there she is clear as day on my phone and uh you know what irritated me it wasn't that she called me after not talking to me for years uh to find out about this person it wasn't what it was was the way she talked to me like she talked to me because she's in like the the restaurant business she's a waitress Mm -hmm. and she's been a hostess a waitress for different and she gave me her customer service voice Mm -hmm. she put on her would you like some fries with that voice yeah it's like, bitch, I've licked your butthole. Like, we're above this. Right. You know, we're above this level. And she's just, you know, she's giving me that, you know, that fake smiley, just like saccharine voice. And I could just tell she really, like, she was asking me how I was. I knew she didn't care. So she was trying to call and figure out what was going on with said person. I mean, that was her reason <laughs> for calling. So she instantly started talking about that. But then she felt that, like, because she called, like, she had to, like, do the pleasantries and like catch up. 
Yeah. Which would have, that whole thing would have been fine if she didn't just act like, you know, she was my fucking waitress. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, I almost wanted to ask her, like, what she expects for a tip. So, was she concerned with said person or, like, was she concerned with, because I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Was she concerned or was she calling for drama? Like. I think it was maybe, like, half and half. Okay. It was, like, she half wanted to know what happened mm. and then she half wanted to know, um, you know, if she was all right. Yeah. But, and I mean, I. She probably listens. I I know she doesn't. See, I don't think she does listen. Except when I talk about her. Right. <laughs> because she never has listened, but then one time I told a story about her and I get a phone call a couple days later like, "Why are you talking about me like that?" and blah 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 blah. So, it could just be people saying like, "This is what Daniel is saying about you." Yeah, I don't know because I didn't really make it. I don't know. I doubt it, but um she's not she doesn't give a fuck about us. Like, mm-hmm. that's the real thing. Like, that's that's the problem that I have is that I know that, like, her pattern is she feels shitty about herself and, like, and that she's not good enough for the people that she's hanging out with. So she comes running back to uh, what used to be our core group of friends, mm-hmm. which was, you know, a couple people. And she builds herself up through us until she feels like she's better than us again. And then she books it with these other people and, like, goes and lives a life that she feels is better than us. Mm-hmm. And then talks mad shit about us behind our backs. Yeah. It seems like that's kind of kind of what you all do. Uh, not really. Not, not in that way. When have I ever left anybody? That's true. Well, you're the only one that doesn't. I've never left anyone. I know. Everyone leaves you. There are some days where I, I like, I, I feel like I'm better than this person. Like, oh, look at me. Like, I'm doing, but I'm not going to just, like, yeah. like, peace out. You know, like, I'm not going to do that. I, I'm, and I don't think the people that have walked out of my life walked out for those reasons either. I don't think they walked out because they felt like they were better than me. No, I don't either. You know, it was just, it was just circumstances that happened. So, I mean, I don't think that that's a thing. I think that's just a her thing. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. So, so that was kind of shitty. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's all right. I was actually, um, like for, I was, I was like shaken by it for a little bit. I wasn't like heartbroken or I didn't feel like, uh. Like, oh, what could have been or anything like that. It was more or less just like, um, like, wow, like that's it. It's actually like it's done. Like I had just started like really getting over that whole thing. Yeah. Like I had deleted everything. I had, you know, taken her out of my phone and uh, and then she called and I was like, yeah, OK, cool. Like she doesn't give a shit. So there wasn't a part of you that like. No, I, I gave up on the idea that anything could ever be with her and I, like, a long time ago. I see. Um, she put on a really good front. I'll put it that way. And so, to I think the most painful thing about when we broke up was the fact that I fell, I fell for somebody who was just acting, mm-hmm. you know? So, that was, like, the worst part about the whole thing. But Yeah, I get you. Yeah. So, anywho, on the bright side, um, I'm about to make career choice number three. I cannot wait. So I um I'm really excited about it, but I'm really scared about it. I'm really scared because of the financial aspect and the time aspect. Because mm-hmm. I'm a flaky fucking person when it comes to like big life choices. You know what I mean? And I mean first I was I wanted to be a writer, and then I wanted to be a psychologist, and then I wanted to be a writer again, and then I wanted to get into radio, and now I wanna be a commercial pilot. Which I think is so exciting. 
I am very excited about it. Um, I've been doing a lot of reading the last almost week every day just on what it takes to do this and what it takes to do that and how many hours and how much money. And it's all very, very daunting. It's just it's a lot of money and a lot of time. Yeah. And that's what usually steers me away, you know. And so I'm I'm, I'm just going to take the small baby steps. Oh, small baby steps. Okay. That it takes, <laughs> you know, that it takes um, just to see if I want to do it. You know, I don't want to jump into this and be like, I don't like being in the air or something. Well, so this is great because I actually have that guy's card that I went flying with. Okay. And it's a, obviously it's a small plane. Yeah. Um, but he was really cool. And I went after we were done because my grandma got that those lessons as a Christmas present. Yeah. And whenever we were done, I, I went up to him and he was super funny. And I said, um, you know, like, I would like to do this with my sisters or whatever. You know, how much would you charge? And mm-hmm. he's like, I actually don't have a price. He's like, but we could work something out. So, like, I highly doubt it'd be any more than 100 bucks. Yeah. For an hour in the air and you get to drive the plane. hundred's <laughs> kind of stiff, though. I don't think so. For, not, well, for not for where you go because no, he takes a hundred is stiff for a price of an instructor, but you usually so if it was a hundred for everything, then that would be a great deal. So basically, like what we did, and it might not even be that much, but yeah. basically what we did is we went up in the airplane. My grandma was in the front seat, and we went up there. He took us from Ramona all the way to the coast mm-hmm. and back. And, you know, he showed us everything. And then, like, halfway to the coast, he goes, okay, like, are you ready? You know, and he was going to show her how to do everything yeah. and whatever. So it's not a lesson. Yeah. But it is getting into the air to see if that's something that you like. Yeah. Being behind. You yeah. Know. I was reading about, like, how, like, that's one of the first things they tell you to do is to go to, like, a flight school or to go to a certified flight instructor and just get in the plane, fly up, and then they just they let you take the controls and mm-hmm. do different types of maneuvers to mm-hmm. see if you like it. And, <laughs> I mean, usually... They like they'll do about an hour altogether, yeah. you know, and then and then you're done. And uh, and the price is usually for like those introductory rates. They usually make it really cheap because they're trying to get you to come back and actually fly with them, mm-hmm. you know, and like learn with them. But uh, uh, usually you pay for the price of the airplane per hour and the price for the instructor per hour. So how much does it end up being like? Well, most instructors, depending, no, most instructors, depending on what they charge, like what their qualifications are, will charge anywhere between like 50 and like 80 bucks an hour. And then the plane can cost anywhere between, depending on the type of plane, we'll just say a single engine Cessna is like 90, 90 bucks an hour. Yeah. See, I think that this guy would charge like a flat because he's not doing it. Was it his anything. own plane? Yeah, it's his See, own plane. See, if it's his own plane, that, that makes it a lot better. So, yeah, definitely give me his card. I can look into <laughs> it. Will. He was cool, too. He was funny. Like, he made jokes. You know, he was like, it, he made you feel comfortable while you were up there. Because it is scary, honestly. Like, yeah. as it, like, it's rickety. You know, like, you're, like, going through turbulence. And you're like, hey, this is it. Like, this and you have no, like, parachute on. You have nothing. So, you're like, hey, if you're going down, like, you're going down. You're I was dying. reading about that, too. And honestly, like... One of the things pilots say is like turbulence is like the least of your prob- your problems. Yeah, no, yeah. That's they're like, oh yeah, this is turbulence, like whatever. But when you're up there and you don't know, because yeah. normally you're in a big airplane, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So like you feel turbulence, but like they'll tell you like this is normal, like yeah. don't worry about it. But when you're going up, like this fucking plane is so like my grandma, bless her heart, she's a bigger lady. 
She is like, we literally had to like slam the door onto her. You know what I mean? And it's like one little click over. Like, yeah. like it's just this one little click and that's all that's holding the door. And so the entire time I'm like, my grandma's going out. Like she's, that thing's going to open. She's going straight out. Like that's it. And like, she was terrified too. You could see it. And uh, she, so when we started hitting the turbulence, like the entire airplane is going like up and down and like yeah. all, you know, all sorts of sideways. And so I'm like fucking terrified, but he's like, no, this is normal. And I was freaking out. I was like, I don't think that this is normal. Like, <laughs> like what if it's not normal? And he's just telling us that, you know, I was freaking and out. And he's but, silently <laughs> freaking out. Right. But after you like are up in the air for that long and you go over the, going over the coast was beyond amazing. Like just seeing what everything looks like from above and yeah. like the, the water looks so much different. Yeah. So it's definitely worth it to, you know, to go up there, even though it is, it's scary. Yeah. And I mean. You know, I was looking just the price alone, just different options that I have. It can range anywhere. I mean, it's going to cost at the low end, like 50 grand yeah. after everything's said and done. And that's not even to be like an airline pilot. That's just to be a com- just to have a commercial license and to be able to like what have is- enough hours to get hired by some commercial company. But what's a salary for an airline pilot? An airline pilot? Uh, six figure. So it's worth it in the end. It is. It's just a matter of getting there because like the major airlines want you to have a bachelor's degree in something and they want you to have thousands of hours (laughs) under your belt, you know, and, uh, you know, that takes a lot of money and they want you to have hours of like jet experience Mm -hmm. and that's hard to get too. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, things to look at that are, that make it seem like not a great idea, but I mean, even if I, where I got the idea was the other day I was with a friend down by the beach and I saw this FedEx plane just flying over the, just flying out the coast. And, uh, I just, I was like, that motherfucker's got a cool job. And then I was like, I think I'm going to take that job. Yeah. So that was what it was. So, I mean, even if it's just flying for like FedEx or flying some kind of like freight or, you know, some kind of freight plane or whatever, that would be cool to me. Yeah. I, I could fuck with that. You know who you should call? Who should I call? Uh, Jerry with the big wing. Is it Gary? Oh, yeah. Jerry? I called Jerry with the... He's, <clears throat> Whatever his name is. He's pretty huge. He likes to fly. He does like to fly. I don't know if he's a... If, but if he's not a certified flight instructor, it'd be pointless. I don't get hours. Those hours well, maybe don't count. he is. We don't know. I don't, we don't think know he his is. life. Uh, he might rape me in the plane. He likes women and you don't know them out i do know that he told me but you don't know if that's not all he likes he might like to suck on a fucking you might like to suck on a pickle every once in a while i had a friend uh not really a friend but somebody that i know Mm -hmm. actually heard the show and called him oh really and he's he's a guy and uh he ended up like saying you know i oh i i heard that you were huge and all this stuff and he said that he was married wow and he like, I don't know what else happened in the conversation. He wouldn't, he said that he didn't have a huge dick, that it was average. And so I don't know how their conversation went or whatever, but apparently he ended up calling him like 10 times the next day. And so he- Jerry started calling your friend? Yeah. 10 times the next day? Yeah. So Jeez. I don't know what happened because he ended up hanging up on him. Then So I'm assuming his wife was like near. Yeah. But I'm like, but it kind of makes sense because in the show, whenever I ask him mm. if he has a wife, he kind of changes the subject really quick. Like, yeah. I'm not even sure if he answers me. Yeah. And then he's like, he's sitting in his car. Yeah. You know, in, like, in why, aren't, driveway or yeah, something. like why aren't you in your home? You know? <clears throat> so do you think, so. Uh, you think that might have burned us out at calling him again? 
I don't know. I mean, we can definitely try it. Maybe not this week. Maybe we'll give it a little bit of time. Yeah. I think that we should call when we have Nicole with a Q on. Yeah. Yeah. Because she, you know, then, then we have like two people. We can pretend like it's like a double call and see if we can't get more out of them. Maybe she can ask Eric if that's something that. That he's okay with? Yeah. That That's a good idea. We could definitely try doing that. I'm I'm not opposed to e- any of that stuff. So because then I'm not the only one sitting here like <clears throat> asking awkward questions. Well, I have a way on the board to talk into the microphone with any microphone, and then he can't hear it, but you can. Uh, okay. So I can I can do that too. That's an option. Okay. So we can just like say shit to you, like, "Oh, dude, say this, say that," and yeah. then the audience can actually hear what's going on as well. Yeah. Okay. We'll t- we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is going kind of slow. I think I want to smoke. What do you think? It sounds amazing. It sounds great. All right. That's what we'll do. All right. You are listening to the Toe on the Trigger podcast. We're going to go have a cigarette, and then we're going to come right back. All right, Kenny, we're going to record some Now That I'm Older promos. No. Dude, just tell everybody that Now That I'm Older is on every Thursday. I'm not going to do that. Dude, God damn it. Okay, Now That I'm Older is on every Thursday on the Rogue Intel Podcast Network. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Every Thursday. No, it's not. It's on Tuesdays. God damn it. Just listen to Now That I'm Older on Thursday. On Tuesday. This is the one and only Mr. Jack Brickhouse, a.k.a. producer engineer from the Cigarettes and Bad Decisions podcast. And you're listening to the Toe on the Trigger podcast. Turn it up. This is the Toll and Sugar News, and I am Daniel Reppels. Breaking the spell of aging can be expensive, and one Ohio man is on a mission to do just that. Police are in search of a man who has stolen over $800 in Rogaine and memory aid supplements. NASA has denied all allegations made by right-wing nutjob Alex Jones regarding the child sex ring on Mars. I personally believe the whole thing is a psyop. One Minnesota man will not be returning to his luxurious hotel on Boardwalk after his Monopoly get-out-of-jail-free card was denied by local police. He will not pass go. He will not collect $200. Meanwhile, in Florida, a Jacksonville man is regretting his placement choices after having his penis shot off by a gun that he sat on in the driver's seat of his car. The gene pool is thinning out, and I am in full support of it. For Toe on the Trigger News, I am Daniel Reppels, and this is the world in which we live. Say it again. So that was gorgeous. That was a good one. <clears throat> yeah, it was. It was like, it was a little too short, but better too short than too long. Yeah. Not, yeah. Dude, having your dick shot off. No, thank Yeah, you. shooting your own dick off by accident. Yeah. Or on purpose, either way. Do you think he resigned? Resigned from what? From being a cop. He wasn't a cop, it was just oh. a dude. Oh, it's just a dude. Oh, okay. He was just a regular, just a regular guy from Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah. Well. I wonder how much that costs to get that fixed. I don't... Can you? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, I guess it depends on how much was shut off. Like That's true. It's probably a lot of money, though, to yeah. get that fixed. Yeah, because you have to have working parts. You, you know, know what, what else mean? costs a lot of money, though? What? Running a podcast. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this podcast <laughs> does cost money to maintain. I have yearly and monthly dues. One of them... One of the monthly ones I almost could not pay this month. So the podcast almost did not come to you. So if you guys want to help out the show, you can go to toeonthetrigger.com and hit the support button. 
You can donate on PayPal, Patreon, or Bitcoin, or ask Courtney to... Courtney can now now single. She can now send you all kinds of nasty videos. Oh, yeah. Doing all kinds of nasty things. Um, did you listen to last week's episode? I haven't yet. I've been terrible. I actually volunteered you to do all kinds of stuff. Aww. Yeah, I volunteered you to... Um, it's like I knew it was coming or something. I was like, <laughs> oh, dude, like, it's okay. I said that, you know, you'd make people videos of you, like... You know, like maybe just flipping your bean and like saying whoever's name donated the money, like, oh, Jonathan. Yeah. Or something, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not Jonathan, but whatever. Whatever whatever your name is. Yeah. So, I mean, there's an option. Yeah. Are we going to split it 50 50? Uh, No, it'd be a little, I mean, probably be like 70 30 and you get 70 because it is your vagina. Yeah. I just want to make sure I was getting some kind of cut. No, yeah. You definitely get a cut. So, it's actually funny. I, uh, I made a fidget spinner porn. You made a fidget spinner porn. Well, a little, a little tidbit. Uh, yes, yes, you did. I do remember that now. And uh, it didn't really work out. Like it stopped on my clit. So I got I have to get like some kind of something to keep it going. What you gotta do is you have to because the bearings they put in those things are cheap bearings. Go to a skate shop and get like their top of the line ball bearings. I mean, I don't care that much. No, about you it. care that much. I don't. And you need to do it. <laughs> so. I was looking up because I'm broke as fuck. So, yeah, if anybody wants to help out, that'd be cool. Um, I went on, like, gigs on Craigslist. And I, I don't even think I've told you this yet. And I found this one uh, lady who was offering $500 to pose nude. Real quick, why are you over there squeezing your boob? I'm not. I just, I'm wearing a sport. Okay, so I don't know if everybody knows, but I don't wear bras ever. Like, it's a rarity. And I... I'm wearing a sports bra because the shirt that I'm wearing is like one of those that like go down on the side. Yeah, if you didn't wear some kind of bra, your oh, like your tit would be yeah, your nipples tit would, would be out. Be out. So yeah. I have a sports bra on right now, and I'm so uncomfortable. Like Uh-oh. I just want to die. So I'm like trying to just like adjust and touch my tits. I can so give I you can... a t-shirt if you want, but you should have asked earlier because now the show's show's happening. Yeah, no, I'm fine. All right, I'll make it work. All right. Anyways, anyways, you went gigs. on gigs on Craigslist. Yep, and. I found one. This girl was offering $500 to paint someone nude. <clears throat> and I was like, I can do that. Like, I'll stand nude for you to paint me. So she ended up saying that she chose somebody else. But she was like, if you want, I'll send. Because, like, I sent her nudes of myself. Like, I sent her face pictures. Yeah. You know, whatever. So she's like, if you want, I can pass your number on to some photographers and see if you can, like, for, like, a paid gig. And I was like, dude, I'm not fucking hot enough for that shit. But sure, like, whatever. So I get this guy who texts me and he's like, hey, like, you know, got your number from so and so, you know, what kind of like shit are you interested in? And I told him, I was like, I really don't know if I'm being completely honest. Like, I didn't think anybody would message me back. So he's like, "Okay, well, you know, send me pictures of your face, whatever. So I did. And he's like, oh, you're gorgeous. So I'm like, he goes, so would you be into like nude pictures? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I don't care. So it started off with that. So he's like, can you send me some nude pictures? So I did, (laughs) you know. And, uh, this guy knows what he's doing. I like him. So, well, I ended up sending him like quite a few, like different, you know, like I have so many nudes mm-hmm. on my phone and, and they're not even like to anybody. Like I'll send nudes to my best friends, you yeah. know, like I've sent like fit that fidget spinner, little clip or whatever to like a lot of my friends. And, um, so he's like, you know, so I ended up sending him that cause he asked me for a vagina picture and I couldn't find you sent him the fidget spinner one. Yeah. So I couldn't find just a vagina <laughs> picture. Like I couldn't, cause like I always take videos. 
So I sent him that one because my vagina is really pretty in that one. So I'm like, okay. And he's like, huh, like that's new. And then like (laughs) right after that, he says, uh, not that many people have this many nude photos of them on their phone. Like, and then I was like, all right, fuck you, dude. Like, don't judge me. Yeah. So uh, he ends up saying like, okay, so basically the only way that I'm going to like the only way that I'm willing to pay anybody is if it's something that can go into my portfolio. And he's like, I have a lot of solo work. I have a lot of like regular, you know, clothed photos, whatever. He's like, so what I'm looking for is girl on girl or girl on guy. And I'm like, okay, like I can, I can be down for girl on girl photos, whatever. And he's like, well, do you know anybody? And none of my friends were, they either weren't down or the ones that were down had boyfriends that Mm -hmm. wouldn't be down. Yeah. So I ended up messaging him. I'm like, I can't find anybody. And then he goes, well, you know, we could do guy on girl point of view. And he goes, me being the point of view. Yeah, I bet. So I'm like, well, can I see a picture of you? Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm not going to be in the pictures. I'm like, yeah, but you're asking to stick your dick in me. Like, I'm like, so I'd like to see. And obviously, like, I wasn't down for it because he was like 200 bucks. I'm like, I could get paid a lot more than 200 bucks for sticking some random guys dick in me. Like, I'm good. You know how many gigs on Craigslist there are? Like a thousand bucks one time. We'll block out your face. Like, if if that's what I was going to do, then that's what I'd go. Yeah. So he ends up sending me this picture. Daniel, is the, this is the dikiest man I've the ever seen. The dikiest man. I'm not kidding you. When I saw the picture, so he sends me like a group picture. And I, there's two guys in it, right? One of which looks like a dikey girl, but you can tell that there's like a bulge in his pants. And uh, he's, it's just like, just thinking about it. So he had to like like clarify that he was the one in red you know and I'm like oh of course you're not the hot one behind yeah and I'm like so I just told him I was like you know like I just don't think it's for me because like at first I was like I'm the first thing I said was my like the only thing that I wouldn't do is have sex with somebody yeah and uh, then it got to the point of like okay well maybe I could fuck a girl for some pictures like whatever and then it got to like point of view with my cock and I'm like no like good try, but no. I could try. No, no, no. I said you know, good, oh. good try. Oh, I just said I could him. try. Yeah. No, I'm not. You think like, that was I've... his whole thing? Like, do you think he's even a photographer? You think he just owns a camera? So yeah, because he, I had him send me his Instagram, and it was like they're not good. Like they're not good photos. And I'm st- and I was still like, you know what? If he's gonna pay me, like I'll take two hundred bucks to let some girl lick my vagina for a picture. You yeah. know, like that's fine. But I'm not going to be paid 200 bucks to stick some random guy's fucking dick in me for a picture. I mean, do you think that it's like, like when they do stills like that, like they don't get people in action. They just get them to like pose like they're doing something. Like if it was a chick eating you out, it'd be like a girl with like her tongue on, but she's not actually eating you out. Yeah. Yeah. Or like if he put his dick in you, he wouldn't be like thrusting and fucking him. Just be like, yeah, I get that. Until he's just like. Yeah, <laughs> until like he comes inside of me after one time because like not that many girls go for this kind of thing. You know, I'm like, no. And you're fucking gross looking and your pictures are shit. Like, no, thank you. I'm good. So I'm going to have to continue on with my gigs. With your search? Yeah. Fuck. My life. How many are, what kind of, um, what, what is like the scope of, uh, of gigs that you find on Craigslist? When it comes to like adult stuff. <clears throat> oh my god, hold on. <coughs> Sorry. Um, one of the biggest ones that I see are obviously like the porn. Yeah. You know, like and a lot of them say like we'll block out your face, we'll block out your tattoos, 
you know, whatever. Like, we just want, like, a one-time amateur-type porn. Uh, another one that I see a lot is topless bartending. Like, somebody's holding, uh, somebody's holding yeah. like, a poker party at their house, and they want somebody to walk around with their tits out. And serve drinks. Yeah. That's a cool gig. Yeah, but most of these people want, like, hot as fuck, fake tit. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I, I highly doubt that they're looking for somebody like me. But you should at least put your name out there anyways. Yeah, I guess I could. I mean, I don't, like, I don't want to be a, in the sex business. Industry. Yeah, like, that's not, I mean, like, I talk about it, and yeah, I would do, you know, webcam, and I would do all that stuff, but I don't really know if I'd want, because you don't know who you're going to see. You don't yeah. know who these guys are. You don't know what, what they're drinking and how much they're going to drink and how handsy, you know, people are going to be like, that shit's scary. Yeah. There was another one that I saw and I did respond. Well, there's a couple that I responded to, one of which I responded to as a joke, and that was the cuddling one. And I sent you that, didn't mm-hmm. I? So the guy's like, you know, been down in life, kind of just wants somebody to cuddle like for the duration of a movie. You can choose whatever movie you want, like 100, 200 bucks, whatever. And I was like, I could fucking do that. Like, whatever. So like Cuddling's as, dope, dude. Yeah, but like as a joke, you know what I mean? I was like, hey, like whatever. So I sent him a picture of me and he's like, I find you too sexually attractive. Thanks, though. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it really, it really boosted my spirits. That's, that's really, sweet. that's actually really, um, God, what's the word? It's like really noble for yeah. him to be like, be like, I want someone to cuddle and I don't want to fuck and I would try to fuck you. So I can't like, it yeah. just doesn't work for me at all. Yeah. And he said that in his post, like nothing sexual. Like, I just want to like, he's like, I think that it would be therapeutic to like cuddle and watch a movie, which everyone loves, yeah. you know? So there was him, and then there was the tickle guy. He was my favorite. So, the tickle guy. Tickle guy. So he wanted somebody to tie him up and tickle him for 30 minutes for like 50 bucks or something like that. And I'm like, so I message him, and I'm like, look, like this sounds great, but I'm not doing it without somebody there. Like, can my friend come? He's like, well, I'm really not like down to pay two people. And I'm like, oh, okay, you're like, not sorry. You're just paying me. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, I would want him to pay somebody else yeah. too. And so I was like, oh, okay, like no worries, whatever. And then he messaged me back, and he's like, okay, I'll do too. And then he like, I didn't respond. And then he messaged me again, like, so are you still down? And then he can like repeatedly messaged me like every two hours. And I was like, all right, nope. Yeah. Like no, no, that's red. Too much. That's a red flag. Craig Craigslist <laughs> red flag right there on the play. And he says like, because in his post he's like, you know, nothing sexual, just want to be tickled. And then like in his email to me, he's like, you know, it's not um, a requirement, but it's preferred that you tickle my shaft and balls. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like all of these, that's what they're all gonna be. It's not sexual. I just need you to to basically touch my my genitals. Yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of makes you wonder, like. What happened to this dude as a kid? Right? Like, who wants to be tickled? What happened probably was, like, his first ever sign of, like, sexual affection was, like, his uncle probably tickled the shit out of him. Maybe not his uncle. Like, <laughs> like his aunt. And, like, she tickled the shit out of him. And he, and, and he Well, he liked it. And then she, like, went too far. But, like, nobody <laughs> in the family ever talked about it. And so that's how he goes back to, like, you know, his childhood. You're terrible. That's probably what happened. I would get, I will bet money on that being the scenario or something similar. Maybe not an aunt, but yeah. somebody he trusted. Yeah, no. Maybe his mother. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe his mother's a cocktail waitress and she's gorgeous. And she's gorgeous and she has hot friends. Yeah, that's probably what she Who he ate out. <laughs> I wish my mom had fucking hot friends like that. All my mom's friends are ugly as fuck. My dad did have hot friends. He did and does. 
and it was always really bad. I lost my virginity. Well, not to his friend, but I ended up losing my virginity to what my sisters call their brother. So I'm, I'm the only one that doesn't. Yeah, I, I can see why. Um, my dad was going to adopt this kid who was quite a bit older than I was. And he was hot. Like, he was fucking hot. And I'm like 14, 13, 14. And I'm like, yeah, like, fuck yeah, this guy's hot. And then I ended up fucking him. And then all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, you know, like, of course, you're you're because I think he was 18. He was almost 18, if not, you know, and everybody's like, oh, of course, like you brought this hot guy around. And of course, she's going to. And then he got in trouble. But he always brought hot guys around. Yeah. So. Uh, Should a former dominatrix who appeared in bondage movies for pay be allowed to work as a Hudson County Sheriff's officer? That's the question that is expected to be answered when newly sworn in sheriff's officer Kristen Hyman Cute. <laughs> of Bayon, 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 I don't know, attends a disciplinary hearing on June 27th, which already passed. I don't know the status of this now. Uh, the county sheriff's office dis- suspended Hyman without pay on May 26th, six days before she was scheduled to graduate from the police academy, saying she failed to disclose that she made bondage videos and saw clients privately for money. Was it illegal? No. Then then I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, no, there were two consenting adults engaging in <coughs> sexual activity. And, I mean, I guess, you know, some people may consider it prostitution. I, I don't, really. If it's legal. Most of those dominatrix don't ever have sex with their clients. I actually know a dominatrix. Yeah. And she was telling me all sorts of shit that she's gotten paid for. One of which, like, she lives in Vegas And uh, this one guy was like, you know, here's like $5,000, do whatever you want. So she straight up, because they had a hotel, so she handcuffed him to the pedestal sink in the bathroom, called her husband over, fucked this guy, fucked her husband in front of this guy, and got paid 5000 bucks for it. Jesus. Never even had to touch him. Wow. So, like, they make, you know, it's not all fucking. Yeah. The sheriff's (laughs) office cited her activities roughly from uh, 2010 through 2012 as conduct unbecoming a public employee. She also was accused of neglect of duty and other causes for disciplinary action after an internal affairs investigation, which was triggered by allegations about Hyman's past. So I don't know what that means, whether they're firing her because she had some kind of complaint or if they just used that complaint to like, to like discredit her. But I guess the real question is, should this woman's legal yet unconventional past bar her from her future i don't think so i mean i think a lot of people won't take her seriously especially the men you know they'll probably cat call and they'll probably have whatever thoughts that they have about her but i don't think that she should not be able to be allowed to be whatever she wants she wants to be a cop though i mean i, I get what they're saying like i agree with you completely i don't think that they should they should fire her. i see kind of what they're saying how it's a bad image but you know what's a really bad image for cops is shooting black people in the face yeah that's a pretty bad image yeah well i mean it's kind of like the same thing as like you know woman who used to do porn is now preschool teacher or elementary school teacher or whatever you know that's awesome but you see that a lot and like i want to know where all those fucking teachers were when i was going to school dude we had one in high school she was like a sub and then she became like an e2020 teacher and she would always wear her fucking uh, heels and pencil skirts. I think I know who you're talking about. And she was hot as fuck. And all of the high school kids would like catcall her. And she fucking wore that shit on purpose. Oh, like, of course she did. Do you think she fucked any of them? I would like to know. Yeah, me too. If I think any- I know who you're talking about. You're talking about uh, Miss B? I don't Ms. remember. Miss Blake and Baker? 
Is that it? Yeah, I think so. I remember At her. Montecito? Yeah, was she the one who substituted for Miss Emery's class while she yes. was out with cancer for like six months? Yes. Yeah, dude, I was I was in love with her too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she was fucking hot. Dude, I would take off class and go beat off in the bathroom during like fourth period sometimes. And she would always come in with like pencil skirts, like the white oh, yeah. button up, like with her tits hanging out. Oh, yeah, she was great. Stilettos. Well, it's funny because, you know, she started, she was in that class for so long. And started becoming so close to a lot of the students just on like, it was, it was professional, but she would kind of like, you know, engage in some of the jokes. Then she just disappeared well, and another she, teacher came right in. Yeah. Mr. Well, Morphin. Well, yeah. Well, she was young. She yeah. was young. Like she was, she wasn't that much older than all of us. She was like late, what, mid, late twenties? No, I don't need, I think she was like 24. No. I do. She wasn't. I do. There's no so. way. She was probably like 27, 28. I don't think so. I think so. They they did bring in young people for that though for that position. We had one. At, I don't remember what school. <clears throat> I think it was the charter school that I went to. We had a sub like the super fucking hot guy that came in, and he ended up like never coming back, because I think like just all the girls drooled over him publicly, like it wasn't a secret. You know, like we'd all sit there and talk about how hot he was. I think one girl asked like how big his dick was. You know, like we were dirty about it, and he just never came back. And that happens. I'd come back, dude. You know, I'd come back. Well, he probably <laughs> didn't disgusting. come back because it was tempting. I don't know. Exactly. Because I'm a man. You know what, though? High school girls are a whole lot of fucking problems. Like, there was, there's nothing. The only thing attractive about them is some of them, like, have that physical thing going, but emotionally, they're fucking banana sandwich, you know? Well, yeah, they're young. They're it's, mature. Mm, I don't want anything to do with that. Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. you did then. When I was in high school, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like now, no. I could barely deal with people that are my own age. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they they fucking irritate the shit out of me. Yeah, I have a friend who who's, tends to go for like the 18 to like 22 range. Yeah. And he always has problems. And I always tell him every single time like this girl is way too immature. Yeah. You know, like and like I'll tell him in the beginning and then he'll be like, oh, damn, dude, like she's stalking me. And she's and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. Uh, advising women not to drink when pregnant is sexist and causes needless anxiety, senior academics have said. Pregnancy charities and researchers have called for a change in the alarmist official government guidelines, which warn expectant mom- mothers to avoid alcohol completely. They say the policy has no basis in evidence and ends up stigmatizing women and excluding them from society. Must I go on? Studies have shown that (laughs) consistent heavy drinking during pregnancy can result in fetal alcohol syndrome, which can cause physical development and learning difficulties. However, there is not robust evidence that light to moderate drinking or even one-off episodes of binge drinking causes any long-term damage. Experts at the University of Kent and the British Pregnancy Advisory Service are claiming that public policy towards pregnant women has, quote, Gone down an overly precautionary route. Why would you even chance it? Like, my sister is pregnant right now. And there are things that, like, you know, like, okay, getting into a jacuzzi. You know, like, when you read online, like, people say, you can get into a jacuzzi. But if the baby gets overheated, there could be complications. And it's like, so my sister will get in for, you know, a minute. And then she'll get back out. And she'll cool down. And she'll get... And, like... Everybody was kind of not talking shit, but everybody was kind of giving her a hard time because she was like freezing and she wanted to get into the water. And everyone's like, you're going to fucking boil your baby, you know, like whatever. And and 
they all made good points because I was like, dude, let her do what the fuck she wants to. But then after thinking about it, I'm like, why would you chance it? If like there was a chance at all that you could harm your baby or make it to where your baby is not going to come out right, then why would you do it? Is drinking alcohol really that worth it? I think the the this all kind of okay. This is this is the thought I just had. So most of these third wave third wave feminists, right? I would say eighty five to ninety percent of them millennials, mm-hmm. right? The same millennials that don't want to take any fucking responsibility for anything and want to live their fucking lives the way that they fucking want to, mm-hmm. right? And uh, that's all this is. It has nothing to do with sexism. It's not even sexist because men can't have fucking babies. Yeah. So if men could have babies, we would say men shouldn't drink while they were pregnant either. Yeah, it's not like men can drink and women can't, you know, like while they're pregnant. Exactly. I mean, some men are respectful and just don't drink while they're, you know, while their ladies are pregnant, you know, just out of respect. But uh, all it is is just them saying... I got pregnant, and that's another thing. Is like, where do most acts? What age group do accidental pregnancies mostly fall under? Yeah, the same group of people who are fucking don't want to take responsibility for shit. So they got accidentally pregnant. They don't want the guilt of an abortion. So they just want to, but they still want to party. They still want to live their lives. They want to do what they want. So you know, you can't oppress me because I'm a woman. I'm gonna get fucking. I'm gonna get shammered. Fuck yeah. that bitch. And fuck that baby. That's basically what they're saying. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, according to them, they're not, it's not a life. It's not a human life. It's just a bundle of cells. Okay, then kill it. Then get an abortion. Yeah. And don't have it. Yeah. I can't, like, I I just had to have a conversation with my very Christian pastor grandmother about abortions. Um, and it's probably not something we should have talked about, but I feel like, and I, I was giving her examples because, of course, she's like, that's terrible. Like, you can't kill that baby, you know, whatever. And I had to give her examples of, like, so many people are having kids nowadays when they don't want to, that the baby is not loved the way that it should be. Or it's put into the foster care system or yeah, it was had by somebody who's just fucking, who fucks someone at a party and just feels guilty. Yeah. That, you know, forget. And then they have this kid and then they feel like their life is ruined and then they treat the kid like shit because of it. Yeah. And so it's better off to just get an abortion. It's better off to just end it and go on with your life versus bringing a child into the world that you're not going to fucking care about. Like, and I, I had read this something recently about how this this girl got this new boyfriend and the boyfriend convinced her to videotape him fucking this three year old girl. And ended up killing the girl because he split her open. Like, that's how she died. Wow. And, I'm, and And it's so sad. And I was telling my grandma, because my grandma's like, people don't just, like, not love their kids. And I'm like, no, this woman did not love her kid. Like, you don't let that happen. You don't let somebody come in if you love your child. And that could have been Is that avoided. the same story where, like, he did that and then she fucked him and just, like, made dinner and went, went about her day? No, like that nothing. was a different one. Yeah, I saw yeah, that yeah. story, too. Yeah, it's happening so much. Now, I'm on this uh, page on Facebook and it's, like, killings throughout history or whatever. And mm-hmm. they post videos and whatever. And more than ever, there's uh, posts about kids dying. parents murdering their kids parents letting people murder their kids or raping their kids or whatever and it's because these people don't actually want them like i don't want a kid but at the same time if i got pregnant and i decided to keep it i know i would love my baby yeah these people straight up do not want kids and yet they have them yeah and it doesn't make sense there's a story that i i I didn't even read it it was a, a long video i didn't even watch the whole thing it was a testimony that a woman gave in court um her two of her kids 
had spent like a couple months raping and torturing the their other their other sibling and the mom i guess didn't know any of this was happening so when she found out it happened she tortured and killed her two kids to punish them for doing that and had zero remorse for it whatsoever I just don't. The fact that these things are happening, like I'm about to tell a story. I don't even care. Fuck all these people. My uncle has two kids. One is 12. One is nine. And it just came out that the 12 year old walked in on the nine year old molesting, raping. I don't know what happened. Both their pants were down, walked in on it happening to a three year old. Wow. And no one is doing anything. No one is like sending that kid away. Nobody's getting him help. Nobody's like, I'm pretty sure that the girl who like the girl who's being molested, her mm. mom is still there. Like, I'm pretty sure she's still coming around with the kid. And I'm like, how? Like, I just like, why didn't you abort your children? Like, if you are not going to care if you because he was either touched as a kid or he's watching something because at nine years old, you don't know yeah, what you, to do. Exactly. You don't know what to do. He got into dad's porn stash. And then it kind of makes you wonder, like, what is well, dad no, because, watching? Because <laughs> they're all disgusting. They all have, like, orgies and shit probably in the living room right in front of them. Like, who knows? They're all disgusting. I fucking can't stand that side of the family. Like, they're just, they're nasty. Like, they're, they're swingers, which I have no, like, yeah. problem with. Yeah. If you're going to be a swinger, that's cool. But don't fuck in front of your kids. Yeah. Like don't start. Don't bring. Don't all bring that lifestyle in, into that. Yeah. What are what are your thoughts on people who are nudists? I would love to kids? be a nudist. Like around their kids. Around their kids. I don't think it's a problem. I don't. If like, it's just casual, I'm naked. Yeah, and that's just I what think, it is. Yeah, because I think that kids should know about being naked. You know, like I have a friend who has a daughter, and she's three and she knows what nipples are you know like she knows but it's not a sexual thing like she doesn't know that anything is sexual yeah but like the other day i was doing something i had my tit out and she comes up and she's like hey like why do you have a scar on your boob you know like i have a scar on my boob and like i felt uncomfortable for like a split second until i realized that like she doesn't know yeah you know like that's not a thing for her yeah and they if it's like that, then it's not a problem. But if you're literally bringing girls left and right in or men and you can hear in the bedroom or you're doing it in front of your kids or whatever, like there's a problem with that. And they're going to be fucked up. And there's a problem with a nine year old knowing where to stick his dick. Like that's not right. You know what I mean? That's not. So it's disgusting. I mean, I knew where to stick my dick. I started watching porn at like six though or seven. Well, how did that happen? Cause that's not normal. Uh, how did that happen? It was just on the computer, and I just like watched it. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." That's you were cool. there was computer when you were six. Yeah, there was computer. Windows ninety five, Windows ninety eight. Yeah, but I feel like porn was not accessible no. then. Yeah, you never heard of LimeWire. <laughs> I was so you, but eight. you had to search for it. No, it was already downloaded on there. <clears throat> oh, so like yeah. somebody like like your brother or something. I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say names. I'm just gonna say I knew I knew what porn was. Okay. Um, I didn't go around trying to fuck three year olds though. Like I tried, it was, it actually was really, um, it was really shitty because, you know, I saw the, I saw all this stuff and I was attracted to people my own age, but I just assumed that everybody my own age knew what I knew. Yeah. So there was this girl, I was probably in like second or third, no, I think I was in like third grade, maybe fourth grade. And this girl had a crush on me and she was like, she would hold my hand during lunch and all this stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she told me to go home 
and write her like a love letter of like all the stuff she wanted to do. Like we were going to do together, like as boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So I come back the next day and I hand her a letter and she hands me a letter and I go to class and it's like, I want to like, I want to like go on a picnic and like hold your hand and like eating the flowers. And I'm like, Oh fuck. Like this bitch is going to lose her mind when I, when she, cause she, mine was bad. Mine yeah. was like, like her parents got involved. It was, it was a whole big, it was like oh a scandal. God. Yeah. I could and never, how old were you? I was probably third or fourth grade. Oh my God. Yeah. Eight or nine. I, I just don't like I that. could never run for president. That just, that just wasn't a reality for me. I don't. I mean, like, I definitely started masturbating and having sex at a young age, but not like young enough like that. You know, and I was just talking like I remember being that age and like peeking through the covers when I was told to close my eyes because there was a sex scene. You know, yeah. like I, I did know what it was, but I never like thought about acting on it. You yeah. know, like it wasn't like I was like, oh, yeah, like that. That seems good. You know, I'm fucking four years old, five years old. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just back to people aborting your kids. If you don't <laughs> want your kids, get rid of them, because bringing more kids into this fucking world that just are fucked is not right. This has been a public service announcement from the <laughs> Courtney 3000 on Toe on the Trigger podcast. I love you. You're hilarious. Oh, I try. I try. Well, do you have anything written down? No. I'd be very surprised if you did. Yeah, no, I'd We don't. got nothing. This show's going to get us kicked off of Radio Vegas. <laughs> rocks right now. He's going to... Jay's going to email me. He's going to be like, bro, I thought it was a good idea bringing your show on, but you guys are fucking boring. Well, next week we'll just have to make it extra good. We'll have to bring the thunder. Yeah. I have three names. All right. And these were just ones I had to like really, really pull for. <laughs> First one is go out and buy a dick. Uh, that's good. Uh, the dikiest man I've ever seen. Uh-huh. And I could never run for president. I like the first one. Go out and buy a dick? Go out and buy a dick. You don't like the dikiest man yeah, I've ever seen? that one's fun too. I can't wait to show you the picture when we're done. You know, honestly, for the first time, I think I'm going to disagree with you. All right. We I can think, do whatever you want. I think we're going to... Don't you're say the one, that. You're the one who pays for this shit. That's a good, that's a very valid point. I think I'm going to go with the dikiest man right. I've ever seen. Sounds good. Because uh, that was a funny line. And, and, and well, well, just wait till you see the picture. You're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like if it wasn't for that bulge, <laughs> it would be so a So you saved woman. the picture? Well, I stopped the entire conversation. Oh, gotcha. So. Yeah, I, I definitely have to see that. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, that wraps up another week of Tone the Trigger. Um. So last week, we tried something a little bit new on the show. Um, I had Nicole with a Q do the show close with me. Um, she didn't do a great job. Uh, she didn't do a terrible job either. Um, but we're going to try it again. We're going to try it with you. I'm going to suck worse. You're going to suck worse. So remember, we have 90 seconds. All right. We have 90 seconds to wrap it up. If we get out before 90, that's fine. But let's try not to go to 91. Okay. Okay. So are you ready to do this? Yeah. All right. This has been episode 094 of the Show on the Trigger podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening and subscribing. If you would like to subscribe to the show, go to toeonthetrigger.com and hit the subscribe button to receive notifications of every new episode on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or wherever podcasts are available. You can also find the show on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. The show is also being played on RadioVegas.rocks on Sunday nights at 6 p.m. 
if you'd like to donate to the show, you can go to toeonthetrigger.com slash support to help keep the show going. I would love to get to know all of you personally, so please do not hesitate to reach out on Facebook, Twitter, and all other social media by searching for Toe on the Trigger. If you like what you heard on Toe on the Trigger, then you might like some other podcasts, including Afterburn 739, The Bad Cop, Bad Cop Show, Gareth's Random Random, ran, oh shit, Ramblings, The Bold and Belligerent Podcast, The Brand X Podcast, and The Story Behind. Do you have any questions for any of my guests? Any comments that you'd like addressed on the show? There are other ways to reach out. You can email the show by going to toeonthetrigger.com and hitting the Take a Shot button, or you can email the show at takeashot at toeonthetrigger.com. You can also make your voice heard by leaving a voicemail at Toe on the Trigger hotline at TOE 546-TOTT. That's 863-546-8688. If you like this podcast and you think you want to spread the good word, please be sure to tell some friends about the show and encourage them to reach out. For Courtney 3000, <laughs> I am Daniel Reppel. Until next time, remember to keep your toe off of that trigger. Yes. <laughs>